888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode, another episode. It's been so long, but welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about those things like internet marketing, online business, traffic generation, social media, you know, all that WWW stuff. I started this podcast to share what I've learned about internet marketing, what I'm still learning, and to interview other experts who can help us along on our blogging journey. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel, the internet marketing teacher from learningwithleslie.com. And I have another exciting episode for you today. Today, I'm going to be talking about one of the biggest problems that bloggers, podcast, podcasters, internet marketers all those people, all of us, you know, the biggest problem that we face today, wasting time and not taking action. The topic of this podcast, the title of this podcast is Stop Wasting Time, Just Put It Out There. And I want to talk about this because I think this is something that can really cripple us in our internet marketing journey. So that is what I'm going to be talking about today. All right. You know, it's 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 been a little too long. These last few weeks have been hectic. They've been fun. They've been exciting. They've been interesting. They've been stressful. They've been, you know, all those adjectives that you can think of. It probably happened in the last few weeks. And, you know, I, I try to release this podcast every Tuesday and Thursday. But last week I said, you know what? I need a break. I need a break because there's just too many things going on right now. I am, you know, working full time, of course, uh, preparing for the launch of Become a Blogger. And I'm very excited about that. That's going to be huge. It's going to be awesome. It's going gonna, it's gonna to help a lot of people from all over the world. It's going to be, ex- I mean, I'm going to be working with literally thousands of people from all over the world, helping them to get their blog started, their business, their online businesses started. And I am very excited about it. But, you know, I'm going to just be real. Every once in a while, everything just gets a little overwhelming. You know, when you have so much to do and you want to do everything well, you want to make sure you're doing your job well. I mean, you're getting paid to do a job um, and it, it's a significant job. I, I feel like as if my job is very important. Um, I'm a university professor. If you've never listened to this podcast before and you don't know much about me, but I am a university professor. And especially in your first year, this is my first year doing it, there's just a lot to do and <laughs> not as much time to do it in. Um, you know, putting together all the resources and planning your classes and making your PowerPoints. And, and I have a problem. My problem is I like my PowerPoints to look awesome. So I put in a lot of extra effort with that. But not just that, with what I'm doing online here at Learning with Leslie, becomeablogger.com. That's going to be released soon. Uh, My interactive biology website. It is a lot of work. And once in a while, you know what you need to do? You need to just take a break. When you feel yourself coming to that point when it's like, Oh, man, everything is crazy right now. Sometimes it's just very important. It's very useful. It, 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 it's very smart to just stop, relax, 
take a breath and, you know, just, just clear your mind for a little bit and then come back to what you need to do. And when you come back to what you need to do, like I'm coming back to this podcast, you got to come back like there's no going back. You know what I'm saying? You got to just let it all out there. Um, so that's what I hope to do. That's what I hope to continue doing um, as I continue to work on providing the value that I've been providing and so on. So for today's episode, I already told you what the topic is. Stop wasting time. Just put it out there. But before I get into the topic, I have uh, two calls into the hotline. I also just want to remind you because, you know, sometimes you might forget and um, it comes in useful to remind you. This podcast is about you. And, and if you have a question about Internet marketing, online business, blogging, traffic generation, social media, all that www stuff, you can call the hotline. Leave that message and I will answer it on this show. Just in case you don't know what the number is, the number is... 888-835-2414. And you can, you know, you can sing it over and over. You can sing it in your sleep if you want to sing it. Um, <laughs> and you're going to find out exactly why I said that in a little bit. But... Call that number. Call that number. Ask your question. Leave your comments, your suggestions, anything you want to say. You know, just call. There's a big chance. There's a strong chance it'll end up in the show. So um, I have two calls. The first one is from John from Ask John English. And this is the absolute funniest feedback I've ever gotten since I started this show. It, I woke up in the morning and I, and I checked my voicemail and I, I listened to it and I laughed so much. It was very encouraging <laughs> in, in a weird way. Um, and you'll know exactly what I mean. After that, we also have a call from Glenn Steenson that has a question about social media. And um, as opposed to just telling you what it is, I'm going to play the first... <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're ready for this. I'm going to play the first call from John from Ask John English. So this is what John had to say. Hi, Leslie. I just wanted to share a funny story with you. Last night around 2 o'clock in the morning, I woke up to my wife mumbling in her sleep. And I said uh, to her, what did you say? And then suddenly she said really loudly, this is learning with Leslie. And then she started to see your phone number. So I just wanted to let you know, you've suddenly made an impression on someone. So um, anyway, this is John from Us John English. Just wanted to share that funny story with you and um, also embarrass my wife. So have a great weekend. Bye. <laughs> oh, man, I just love it. <laughs> uh, John, I didn't even know your, your wife listened to the show, but you know what? I'm flattered. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. You see, you're embarrassing your, your wife on the podcast. Everybody's listening to this now. Your wife is listening to this now, and she's probably covering her face like, oh, John. <laughs> but hey, you know, you know, there's something about, well, first of all, thank you for listening. Um, but there's something about this that is very significant. I'm in my, my, my little office or studio or whatever you want to call it in Berrien Springs, Michigan. John is somewhere in the U.K., and I'm sitting here and I'm recording my podcast, okay? I'm recording my podcast. I'm putting my all into it. 
I am I am doing something that I believe is helping people all over the world. And he is all the way on the other side of the world, listening to this content, um, finding value in the content. And I just think with the internet and with blogging and with podcasting, we have the ability to affect people in ways sometimes that are funny, <laughs> like waking up in the night, um, saying your telephone number. Anyhow, but y- you get the ability, you get the opportunity to be able to impact lives that are way on the other side of the globe. And to me, that's a powerful thing. It's a scary thing when they're screaming in an, at night or, or, or something of that sort. But the, the, the principle is that you have the ability to change lives, to affect lives. And I don't know what it is you're blogging about or thinking about blogging about or podcasting about or thinking about podcasting about. Just just understand that this is this can be something that is very powerful. It can affect someone that is way in another country. Um, and I just want to encourage you to get started. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. So John and, you, and, and your wife, I, I don't know your wife's name, um, but thank you for calling and sharing that with me. Uh, it's encouraging. It, it makes me laugh, which is always good because laughter is a good medicine and I like to laugh. Um, so thank you very much. You know, you know, one of the things that I can't wait for as the podcast gets bigger and gets more exposure and I get to connect with more people from all over the world, one of the biggest things that I'm looking forward to is having a meetup where listeners and, and people that I've, I've, I've met through the podcast and through blogging, where we can all come together and just hang out. And I just picture that happening with John, with his wife, with you that are out there listening and, and just getting together and bonding offline. You know, that's just, just, just fun and exciting stuff. Okay, okay, okay. So we're going to move on. We're going to move on to Glenn Steenson from the Stewardship Weekly podcast. So take it away, Glenn. Oh, hi, Leslie. Uh, Glenn Steenson from uh, Stewardship Weekly Podcast. Just a question for you. Uh, Facebook, super popular. It can drive a lot of traffic to your site, obviously. And Google Plus is getting lots of news these days, and it seems to be the up-and-coming player in social media. And you did your entire episode, episode 60, called Get on Google Plus or Die, which I uh, listened to. Let's say I'm super busy and uh, I've only got time over the next few months to focus on one or the other. Which would you suggest, Facebook or Google Plus? Looking forward to your answer. Okay, I love the show, man. Keep up the great work. Okay, bye for now. Glenn, thank you so much for calling in that question. That is an excellent question. It really is an excellent question because when you think about it, time is limited. And you have all these sites, all these social networks, you have all these different things that you can be doing. There's Facebook, there's Google Plus, there's Twitter, there's, um, uh, I just found one. Okay, side note. I just found a, a social network that evidently a lot of people know about. But it's, it's kind of strange because it seems like there's just a lot of women that know about it. Um, and the URL is Pinterest. And I know some, some ladies listening to this right now and they're saying, oh, I love Pinterest because that seems to be the response that I get from every lady that I've asked about it Um, because I just heard about it recently. I heard Gary Vaynerchuk mention it and I joined I joined Pinterest and it kind of looks kind of like a scrapbooking social network and what I've noticed is 
everyone that's followed me so far have been all women except one person. Um, when I posted on Facebook about it, all the girls, all the ladies were responding, oh, yeah, we've been on that. And all the guys were responding, Pinterest, what's that? <laughs> um, but, but the point is there's so many of these social networks that are just popping up left and right. There are some major players. Facebook, definitely a major player. Um, going on 900,000, sorry, 900 million users, um, many of who, whom checks Facebook every single day. Over 400,000 people check Facebook every single day. That's some significant traffic there. And there's a significant amount of exposure that you can get there. Then there's Twitter. Of course, Twitter is also a big player. Not as big as Facebook, but there's a lot going on on Twitter. Google Plus, yes, I did an episode entitled Get on Google Plus or Die. And, you know, that's a strong statement. But I wanted to catch your attention with it to just illustrate and to, sh to show you how powerful Google Plus is and some of the things that they're doing that I believe is going to really help them to, to gain a foothold on the, the social networking um, industry or market, whatever you want to call it. So for someone that's limited in time, and I know exactly how that is because my time is extremely limited, how do you choose what to focus on? Well, for, first off, I want to point out one thing before I give you my full opinion. You don't necessarily have to focus on only one. And there's a route that a number of people go where they link their social networks to each other. So that let's say your favorite social network is Twitter and you're, you're focusing on Twitter, but what you get it to do is automatically post what you post on Twitter to automatically sync with Google+, to automatically sync with Facebook, so that, yes, you might not be as active on those social networks, but they are automatically being updated based on the updates that you post on one of the social networks. So that is one option. I'm not going to go into much detail about that because that's not what this episode is about. But Let's say you don't want to go with that option. Let's say you want to invest your time in growing a following on one of these social networks. I think that is a good idea, especially if you are limited when it comes to time. And what I would do is make a decision. Which one do you prefer? Which one do you think is going to be better for your brand? When it comes to Facebook, I think Facebook is excellent for building a community. It's excellent for getting people to um, comment on your posts and so on. And I, if I were to choose one network personally, just based on preference, it would be Facebook. Twitter, I, I, I am on Twitter. I'm not as active on Twitter, although I'm more active for learning with Leslie on Twitter than I am on Facebook. Facebook I use more for personal networking and for connecting with friends and family and even business partners and just getting to know people. Um, but that's the one that I really invest my time in when it comes to just being on a social network. And I find that with, with Facebook, you can have conversations much easier. Um, on Twitter, for example, you send out a tweet and, and yes, yeah, someone might reply to that tweet, but there's not that comment thread where people can continue replying and liking individual comments within those posts. And, you know, I think there's a lot of interaction that happens on Facebook that you don't see on Twitter. Now, 
I know of a number of people that love Twitter much more than Facebook and um, because, you know, you go there and you're broadcasting information. And Twitter is great for that. If you're just there to broadcast information, also for networking to people with people. But if you if you want to be sending out links about your content, linking to other um, great sources of content, and um, linking inspirational quotes, so just status updates, so just tweeting about stuff that's going on that's relevant to what you're doing online, Twitter can definitely come in handy. Google Plus is new, relatively speaking, so. It, in many ways, it's similar to Facebook, in my opinion. However, they, they don't have as many users, as many committed users as Facebook. So for me, if I were choosing one, I personally would choose Facebook because of that community aspect, because everyone is on Facebook and because there's so much interaction that happens on there. I think it's easier to gain a foothold or to grow a community on Facebook. So that's, that's, I hope that answers your question. I went in different directions with that, but um, I, I think you have a good idea now of what I think where that is concerned. And I also, you know, I'm on Twitter for Learning with Leslie. I am going to be setting up, a, well, I've already set up a Learning with Leslie Facebook fan page. I'm not active on there as yet because I'm, I'm working on a number of things and I'm trying to focus on one thing at a time. Um, and I see a few people found me on there already. <laughs> um, but that's all good. Yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say about that. Glenn, I hope that answers your question. Um, if you have any follow-up questions about it, go ahead and call in. Once again, just in case you don't remember what the hotline is for your question, the hotline is... 888-835-2414. Now it's time to get to the content for today. So one of the things that I've noticed is that a lot of us are paralyzed as bloggers, as, as content marketers, info marketers, as um, internet marketers, as entrepreneurs. Um, and there's one thing that I want to say first before I get into it. And when, when it comes to making significant things happen, making advances in your business, in your blogging, and all those things, there are two main things that you need. Number one, you need to have an idea. Okay, what exactly is it that you're going to be doing? What is unique about what you're going to be doing? What are you trying to accomplish? That idea is significant. But number two, and this is almost more important than the first, is that you need to take action. And a lot of us don't take action because we're unsure of ourselves. We're not sure if the thing that we're thinking about is going to work. And we come up with a lot of excuses. And it holds us back. And when I say us, I really do mean us because sometimes it holds me back from accomplishing the things that I'd like to accomplish. And what, I wanna, what, what I've realized is that we come up with all these excuses. And I want to talk about some of these excuses and then I want to just break them, just, just, just kick them out of the door. Um, so excuse number one. And this is one of the, mo the, the most fundamental things is, um, let's say you want to be a blogger, you want to be a podcaster, you want to you put information out there, you want to put content out there. The first excuse that I hear a lot is this, I don't know what to blog about. 
I don't know what to blog about. I don't know what to podcast about. I don't know what my niche is. And that is significant, right? However, that is something that can paralyze you. That is something that can just have you thinking, oh, I, I need to figure what this is. I need to figure out where I want to go, what my niche is going to be. And then you just stay there and you do nothing but continue trying to figure stuff out. While there's someone else that has less of a good idea um, than you do, and they're taking action and they're achieving a significant amount of success. The difference between you and them is that they are taking action. So if that is your excuse, if your excuse is that you're not sure what to blog about, here is the solution. There are two parts to this solution. Number one, do your keyword research. Just go to simple. Go to the keyword research tool. Do a Google search for keyword research tool. You're going to come to the Google AdWords keyword tool. Then just start putting some of your ideas in there and see how many people are looking for it and how much competition there is. That is something that can give you a good indication. So for example, if I go if I'm I'm going to Google right now and I'm searching for keyword research tool, the first thing that comes up is the AdWords keyword research tool. I'm going to click on that. And let's say I want to, and I'm just kind of just making stuff up right now, but let's say I want to um, make a blog about uh, decorating <laughs> turkeys. What in the world? Who would search for that? Anyhow, let's see. Decorating turkeys. And I'm going to put in the, the capture code here. And then I'm going to click on search. I'd be surprised if anyone searches for that. Okay, nobody. Okay, actually, there are 140 monthly searches for decorating turkeys. Um, then for there's one right beneath that, crafts for kids. Uh, 1.2 million searches with medium competition. Thanksgiving projects for kids. Uh, 3,600 monthly searches with um, medium competition. Thanksgiving projects for kids, for children. 2,900 global searches, monthly searches, medium competition. Uh, Thanksgiving art projects for kids. 1,000 monthly searches and low competition. As I go through this list... I'm getting ideas of, okay, maybe my decorating turkeys <laughs> may not be the right thing. Um, it might not be the best thing because there's hardly any searches for it. But it gives me a number of ideas of other things that I can do. Okay, so that's the first thing I want to say about not knowing what to choose. Do some keyword research. You don't have to get too technical with your keyword research, but do a little bit. That might help guide you in, a, in the right direction. But Beyond that, this is the next thing I want to say, and this is even more important in my opinion. Just pick something. Just pick something. Pick something. If you have five ideas and you don't know which one to choose from, take those ideas, write it down on a piece of paper, put it in a bucket, shake it up, and choose one. Because the important thing is that you need to start 
taking action. And it doesn't necessarily mean with what you, that what you start with is going to be the same thing you end with. When I first started blogging, I was blogging about freebie trading. Then I started blogging about blogging. Then I started podcasting. Then I started my biology website. And now this is what I'm doing. I'm doing my biology website and I'm podcasting and blogging. Um, so there's a lot that I'm doing. I'm doing a little too much, but that's not the, 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 the topic of this episode. The, 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 the main thing is pick something and start. If you don't start, you will never accomplish anything. But if you start, you'll be moving in a direction that can lead you to success. So if your excuse is that you don't know what to blog about, eliminate that excuse right now. I'm not talking about over the next week. I'm not talking about over the next month. Eliminate it right now. Do the keyword research if you want to do that. Um, and just choose something. That's it for the first excuse. So... Excuse, I don't know what to blog about. That's no longer an issue. We're going to move on to the second excuse because um, this is something, you know, I asked some friends. Uh, on Sundays, I go out with some of the guys and we play racquetball and then we go swimming and we have a lot of fun. And once in a while, we just, you know, start talking about stuff. And I ask them, what do you guys think is the biggest thing that holds people back from success? And you know what their answer was? Well, there were a few answers, but one of the main things was fear of failure. I am afraid to fail. And because of that, I don't take action. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want people to look at me as someone that tried something and was not able to do it. I don't want to try something, fail, and, and then have to face that disappointment of dealing with myself as a failure. Now, if this is your excuse, I'm going to steal a line that actually on Thursday, I'm going to be posting an interview that I, I had with um, Sybil Chavis, Chavis from um, possibilityoftoday.com. And there was a line that she said that was powerful to me. And that is this, success is 95% failure. When I heard that, I thought to myself, oh man, that is so tweetable. <laughs> that is so awesome. Um, but it's true. When you look at those people out there that are successful and you ask them about their stories and how they got to where they are today, you're going to see that they have had a lot of failures in the past. But all it took was that one good idea, that one successful venture, and now they're huge. So if your excuse is, I am afraid to fail. Just look at all the successful people out there that have failed and are now wildly successful. I'm going to give you some examples. Henry Ford, you know who he is, right? He's the, the, he's the guy that um, created the Ford Motor Company. We have all these cars now, and it's a, a, they're making a ton of money. It's a, a wildly successful business doing all types of innovative things when it comes to the automobile industry. He started five businesses that failed before he got to the Ford Motor Company. Uh, R.H. Macy, you know who that is, right? You know about the Macy's department stores? Failed at seven businesses before starting that. Walt Disney, you've heard of him before? Uh, yes, that's the guy, you know, with all those successful movies and theme parks and all those types of um, things that, you know, deal with fantasy and imagination. Did you know that he was fired from a newspaper because, and I quote, he lacked imagination and had no good ideas? Do you believe that? 
These guys that are so successful today that have that have started such successful businesses that that are that play a big part in society as we know today and they failed so many times in the past and these are just the documented failures i'm sure they had some undocumented failures some projects that they started that just couldn't get off the ground success is 95% failure and the more you fail the more you learn and the more you learn, the better you can do on your next venture. So don't worry about failure. Just go out there and take action. So if your excuse was you don't know what to blog about, that's no longer an excuse. If your excuse was you're afraid to fail, it's no longer an excuse because so many other successful people have failed many times in the past. And it's those people that are doing great things today. So get on the bandwagon and start going out there. If you fail, dust yourself off and then get back at it. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes sense. Okay, another excuse, the third excuse is, especially when it comes to internet marketing, I am not a tech person. I don't know the technology. I don't know much about using computers. Um, yes, I check my email and those types of things. So if that is your excuse, this is what I have to tell you. Start simple and build from there. Start simple and then build from there. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to have all the complicated technology. Start simple and build from there. Get the guidance that you need so that you can get into the stuff that you need to get into so that you can learn the technology that you need to. Yes, it's going to take effort and energy, but you can do it. So many others have done it. I don't know how many people I've spoken to that had no idea how to set up a blog. And now they have wildly successful blogs. I interviewed Mitch Wilson that he had no idea what a blog was. He was not very much into technology. And now he is work running a wildly successful sports blog that is accomplishing huge things making a significant amount of money. He didn't say how much on the podcast, but I know that he is making a significant amount of money. And I believe that you can do the same thing if you just put yourself out there, get the training that you need and make it happen. When I look at what I do online, it's evolved over time. And I didn't always know the technology, but I've learned it. When it came to my seven-day boot camp, now the seven-day boot camp is much more advanced than it was when I initially launched it. Um, now, it, you know, you can log in and you get access to them on a daily basis and it just automatically shows up. But at first, it wasn't like that. It was just me setting up an autoresponder and sending you links that really, if you know the URL, you can just get to the site. But I didn't, tr I didn't let the technology hold me down. I just said, you know what? I want to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there. And I encourage you to do the same thing. The fourth excuse is something that's a little more subtle. And it's something that I suffered with. I use this excuse without even knowing. And I'm sure some of you use this without even knowing. And that is this. Everything is going well. Everything is going well. My blog is getting readers. I'm producing good content. People are enjoying my stuff, but I don't have any products out there. Now, I suffered with this too long. It took me a very long, well, not a very long time, but too long to launch my first product, my seven-day boot camp. And, and it was not because I didn't know how, but it was because I was doing fine. 
my blog was getting traffic. I was making money online. And, you know, I, I just didn't take the action of putting together that product. And when I did, when I finally came around to doing it, a lot of things started changing and, and, and things started getting much better than they had ever been before. So don't let, don't be comfortable with where you are. It is always the right time to take things to the next level. So if you feel comfortable where you are right now, then you need to be doing something. You need to be adding to what you have. If you're blogging and your blog is going well and you're making money from affiliate commissions and everything is, you know, kind of coasting, you kind of, you know, have a feel of what you need to do when and so on, and you don't feel like you necessarily have to push yourself, that is the time to push yourself. Go to the next level. Write that ebook. Come out with that information product. Connect with that 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 big blogger. Start writing guest posts. Do things that make you uncomfortable. Put yourself out there. Start taking more action. So that's excuse number four. Excuse number one, I don't know what to blog about. No longer an excuse. Excuse number two, what if I fail? No longer an excuse. Go out there and fail and then be successful. Excuse number three, I'm not a tech person. Start simple and build from there. One thing I didn't mention there. If, if, if you're not a tech person, get help. Outsource if you need to. If you can afford to outsource, outsource. It's not as expensive as you may think. Get stuff done. Get the help that you need. Fourth excuse, everything is going well. No longer an excuse. It's always the right time to take things to the next level. And the fifth and final excuse, and this is one of the biggest excuses that hold us back. Man, this is it. If you've gone past all of those excuses and you stick with this excuse, you still won't get anything done. And that is that it is not perfect or it's not ready as yet. It is not perfect as yet. It's not exactly the way I want it to be. It, it, it doesn't look as good as I would want it to look. It doesn't have the technology built into it that I wanted to have built into it. So I'm just going to sit here or I'm just going to continue working at it and working on it and working on it. And I'm going to work on it for the next 50 million years <laughs> and never actually release it because it will never meet my standards. Let's just get rid of that one right now. First of all, it will never be perfect. That ebook that you're writing, writing now, it will never be perfect. That, that training program that you're putting together, those videos that you're making, they will never be perfect. So what you need to do is try to get this concept, the concept of the minimal viable product. product. The minimal viable product. And what that means is this. What does it absolutely need? I'm not asking what you want. What does it absolutely need to be able to accomplish your goal or to be able to start accomplishing your goal? Yes, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles, but what does it need? What is absolutely necessary? What are the bare bones that it needs to get it out there? Just put it out there. Put that bare bones out there. No, it won't be the way you want it. 
to be ultimately, but it's out there. And then you know what's going to happen? You're going to start getting feedback. People are going to start using it and they're going to say, hey, maybe you should think about doing this. Or, hey, I like this. Or, hey, I don't really like this. And then what you can do then is you can start working to make it better, but not just based on what's in your mind, but based on the feedback you're getting from actual users. And that is what is extremely, extremely important. Get the minimal viable product out there. Get the bare bones out there. Get the outline, even if it's the outline to an ebook in terms of, you know, it just dot points as to these are the steps to take. Just release it as a report and then start fleshing it out. Start adding meat to the bones. It does not have to be a full course meal. You can start with the little snacks first. Get them out. Get it out there and stop wasting time. Stop waiting for it to be perfect. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to focus on that for a little bit because I think it's so important and it's something that holds so many bloggers back, so many podcasters back, so many internet marketers back, and not just in the internet, not just online, even in our offline lives. We want things to be perfect, and until they're perfect, we just hold on to them. We just keep working on it and trying to make it better. No. Put it out there the way it is now. And then iterate. Work on making it better over time based on actual feedback. And you'll find that sometimes based on that actual feedback, you end up going in a direction that you never thought you would end up going. So excuse number one. I don't know what to blog about. Psh, that's no longer an excuse. Forget that. What if I fail? Number two, success is 95% failure. Third excuse, I'm not a tech person. Who cares? We're going to start simple and get it out there. We're going to focus on the minimal viable product. Excuse number four, everything is fine. I don't need to do anything. Get rid of that. It is always the right time to take things to the next level. Excuse number five, It's not perfect. It's not ready. It's not where I want it. Who cares? Put it out as it is right now. Get feedback and make it better. You know what that also does? It helps to make you look good. It helps to make it look, not just make it look, but it shows that you you are listening to feedback and you are improving based on that, that feedback. And that helps your audience, your 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 followers, your whatever they are to 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 appreciate what you're doing even more. So we've, we've gotten rid of the excuses. Let me give you a few tips. A few tips to help you to overcome all of the excuses that we've just spoken about, that I just spoke about, all five of them. Here are some tips. Tip number one, set small, reachable goals on a regular basis and meet those goals. What am I going to accomplish today? What is the one task that I need to accomplish today? Let me write that down and I'm going to accomplish it. Tomorrow, what do I need to accomplish tomorrow? Write it down and accomplish it. And by achieving these little small successes, you're going to get used to making decisions and taking action. That's tip number one. Tip number two is going to sound weird. Practice failure. (laughs) What is wrong with this Leslie guy? What foolishness is he talking about? Practice failure? What do I mean by that? Do the things that you think you may fail at 
and get comfortable with the concept. And do it repeatedly. When you think about something and you think, oh man, I can't do that. Do it. Go and try to do it. And you might fail. But you know what? Once in a while, you'll be successful. And you'll see that that success comes more and more often. And as it comes, you're going to get used to taking the right kind of risk and accomplishing your goals. So practice failure. Tip number one, start setting small, reachable goals on a regular basis and meeting them. Tip number two, practice failure. Do the things that you think you may fail at and get comfortable with that concept. When you get comfortable with that concept, when you get comfortable with taking a little bit of risk, when you get comfortable with putting yourself out there, making that video, even though you think you don't look good on camera, or or recording that podcast, even though you don't think you have the best voice, your voice is in the radio voice, or whatever the case might be, get comfortable with taking those types of actions, not the type of actions that, you know, you do all the time, not just writing that blog post, not just sending that tweet if that's what you're comfortable i'm talking about the things that you 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 think you might fail at do it i don't know that there's anything else i need to say so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna start my music here we go there we go (laughs) as usual well first of all thank you for listening i really do appreciate it and i hope you found value I want to let you know, as usual, that this podcast is brought to you by my 7-Day Bootcamp at 7daybootcamp.net, 100% free. Check it out. If you're struggling to start your business, if you're you're not sure what to do, you're, you're, you're dealing with some of these excuses that I spoke about today, listen to, I mean, join the 7-Day Bootcamp. I will show you how to start getting things set up and getting on the way to success. Because that's what it's about. It's about me helping you, you helping me, we helping each other and all that stuff. Building the community and getting big stuff happening. That's not even grammatically correct, but you get the point. 7daybootcamp.net As usual, I want to also invite you to call the hotline with your questions, your suggestions, your feedback, your stories about your wife that's waking up at night (laughs) saying, learning with Ethel, I'm going crazy. Um, (laughs) Colin I love to hear from you so that's it for this episode until next time until next time take care and God bless